welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue! Owen Schmidt. Welcome to Section 304 Podcast, where we're drinking beers, talking eaters, and the Mountaineers went down to UCF in Orlando, the bounce house, and for the first time, would I say, in Brown's career, he finally just let it go? I wouldn't say that. He's been letting it go recently. No, but I mean, it seemed like he, there was no breaks on this one. I mean, backup quarterback... And we still run a hook and ladder play. Yeah, I wasn't a let's, big fan of that play, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. I would, I would have left that hook and ladder out completely. I don't think anybody wants to relive that. You, you got a guy a back who hasn't touched the ball, and a quarterback who's just coming in, and you run a a, a hook and ladder. And while it did look good, uh, that running back still hasn't had his hands on the ball all day, and you're trying to flip that to win. He's good. And, uh, if I remember correctly, it was, it was Anderson, right? It was zero catches, zero <laughs> rushes, 10 yards receiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could have done without the hook and ladder, but that first drive was fucking, I mean, that lightning in a bottle, man. They came out and just tore down the field. And, uh, you know, he finally, he finally, put somebody away yesterday too which is which is exciting to see he usually doesn't do that so that was a bonus to see as well we finally put somebody away it 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 was nice to see i think the phone's too close to your mic diddy is live via phone from his uh the accoutrements of his lovely home yeah clock didn't go off baby (laughs) It, it it was nice to see him put his foot on the gas and then keep his foot on the gas for four quarters. I think they helped with that, though, giving us, what, four turnovers? Was it three or four? No, four. We got four. Yeah, we had three picks and the fumble. The fumble was a huge play. Well, that pick was a huge play because they were – I mean, if we were having to trade, in my opinion, if we were going to have to trade touchdown for touchdown – I don't think our defense would have been able to hold up. Our defense didn't kill us yesterday. They didn't help us. I mean, for they kind of just game managed and gave us what we needed. Yeah, they gave up a lot of yards. But, I mean, yards don't mean shit when you get turnovers. So, hats off to them. I mean, they made some plays, but I'm, I'm a little concerned about. Now, t- to UCF's credit, they get more yards. They lead the league in yards gained, too. And they lead the league... 
they were leading the league in explosive plays. So that that was a pretty good offense. They just, for whatever reason, have not been able to put it together yet. It might have something to do with them playing down a level and now jumping up. But. Well, for the first time in Brown's career with FBS, 280 yards rushing. It's a lot of yards. I saw we have the – we've rushed for 140 yards. We have the longest streak in the country, which is uh, a, speak, a random speaking number. Of rushing, speaking of rushing, Jaheim the Dream finally gets in, and what's he do? He fucking turns and burns and dominates. He looked good. For some reason, he probably won't get the ball next week when we play BYU. I don't know why, but it seems like we do that a lot. It seems like Captain Neal uh, skips over on him after he has a game. So it'll be it'll be something to see if how how he's used against BYU because I've seen this shit before where he comes out and has a day and then you don't see him for two weeks. Yeah, let's let's hope that's not the case. And I mean, and again, we've known it, but Green's a dog. Oh, Green's, Green's a gamer. Green is a big time gamer. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think that's pretty clear. I thought CJ played really well. I think he got a little fire lit under his ass. That's good to see. Well, he sees people are taking his job. Yeah, and I been a, I've been on the Jaheim White train all year, and finally they let him go. I I thought it was funny that we had two tight ends get a hold on what would have been his second touchdown. Yeah. Whereas those guys do not have to hold. They can just get in a, a defender's way, and Jaheim's going to bust through and get through there and, and, and get loose. That's the beautiful thing with a, a guy who is faster and can make a few guys miss. I mean, the linemen don't have to hold their blocks very long. Well, And, yeah, and then that, that read option really opened up because you had to respect – both corners you had to respect up the middle you had it wasn't as predictable question mark as normally it is with cj or someone in there i don't know offense looks fucking amazing man i like white back there i think he gives it a different gear and uh you know like i hopefully um Hopefully they continue to uh, to use him and and Beans had a huge day on on D with uh, you know two picks two passes defended and I think he had like four or five tackles just a, a huge day for him all around and uh, you know what a what a what an interception and can somebody tell me that announcer say what a funky interception or what a fucking interception yes. It, it's it's one of those. Is the dress white or is it gold? <laughs> um, I mean, he said funky, but it sure sounds a lot like fucking, and it's a lot more funny if if it's fucking than just. Yeah, funky. I, I I prefer to think he said what a fucking interception. But, That'd be uh, hilarious though if announcers started a la Bob OG Bob Minery just started slipping f bombs in there every now and then. How great would that be? That'd be phenomenal. It'd be absolutely phenomenal. Shaq was in the house. Shaq loved watching Green. Yeah, I saw he said that he was a, he was a dog. Uh, a lot of people went down there, man. Apparently, their fans are absolute toolboxes. Um, yeah, according to Barry, he's they're lucky he had his job because it was uh, 
It was something. Well, fucking Barry. Barry. <laughs> I mean, Barry. Barry's a problem everywhere he goes. So let's be honest. Barry's a problem sitting behind me at the games. So, you know, it is what it is. But a buddy of mine from D.C. was down there and he, he texted me and he was like, oh, that was cool. I just saw a brawl. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, massive brawl just broke out like two sections over from us. He's like, these fans are awful. I was like, oh, well, you know, they, they do claim to have won the national championship in 2017. So obviously they're delusional and they've got some issues. You know, uh, it is what it is. But it looks like it was warm down there, too. They said it was in the 80s. There you go. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, did you guys look at the yards our guys were putting up on the ground yesterday? Yeah. 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 Per carry. Did Justin Johnson get hurt? I don't know what I don't, happened. I don't, I don't remember seeing him in the second half. I thought he was running it all right early on. but He had seven carries for 17 yards for two a pop. White had nine for 85 for nine a pop. And Donaldson had... 17 for 121 for 71 or for seven seven yards a pop and both those guys had a long 32 hello yeah the the big plays have returned yeah rodney gallagher getting in there getting in there yesterday too looking like they're going to try to use him a little bit more i'm all right with that you did what you had to do though i mean that's the worst i think they are the worst defense in the league too so you handle business. But at least we exploited it. Yeah, right. That's what I'm As saying. As opposed I mean, to like, Houston, we didn't. We, it's like we didn't alter our game much against Houston. Then against UCF, we actually went in and said, here's where they're weak. Here's where we can dominate. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, well, I mean, we we didn't in the first quarter against Houston. Houston. After that, or I'm sorry, didn't in the second quarter against Houston. Right. But, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm a... I'm a kind of a masochist when it comes to Mountaineer sports. That Houston loss really sticks in my crawl right now. Because even if you can see the Oklahoma State loss, which I don't know if you guys watched them last night, Ollie Gordon went nuts again. Yeah. He's going to be a name that's going to be repeated over and over for the rest of the season. Right. And it, even if we lose the Oklahoma State game, we're, we're still 6-2. and two. Right. How much already- better does 6-2 and two look than 5-3? and three? So and we're ball eligible. I think that's yeah right. So you got a game coming up against BYU that I don't know much about BYU, but I don't think offensively they're very capable. Well, I can tell you one thing: BYU played Texas. Yeah. So in their quarterback, the douchebag from Pitt. Yes. Yes. West Virginia. Keaton's Lovis. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. That's all you need to know. Put a little he's iron gonna, on the fire. He's going to get munched. So I got going to get destroyed. I got asked the question, and I was told to ask you all and get your opinion on it. So now, how do you feel about Brown? Nothing's changed for me. I'll, I'll say this. If he wins seven games, I don't think he gets fired. But he's he's still not the guy, to me, that can win the Big 12 championship. That's how nah, I feel. He- He's probably back for sure after winning yesterday, but uh, no, I'm I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm never going to root against 
against the team. I'm not. Yeah, doing that. I mean, it's like I was telling people before the year. I was like, he's just not. He's not the guy that's gonna take us to that next level. Like he's the guy that's gonna take us to the fucking mac and cheese bowl every year in fucking Mobile, Alabama, on December 23rd at 1 p.m. in the afternoon when nobody's watching. Like that's him. But that's where he peaks out. And if you're happy with that, be happy with that. I said, but at the same time, if he somehow came through this year and went nine and three, I'm not going to cry about it because I want us to win. And I don't know where people get that twisted that just because I don't like the coach means that I want us to lose or I'm like anti anti-WU doing good because I don't like the coach. That's just not the fact at all. I just don't think he's capable of taking anything bigger than a a, a bowl game that's played before New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And you guys know me, man. I'm, I'm, those bowl games don't count. Right. Like if you're not New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or the playoffs, then your, your bowl game is – is trash. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that, but well, I will say there's 57 fucking bowls. If yeah, but not all all New bowls New are the same. Day, I mean, if you win that bowl, if if we go eight and four and then win that bowl down in Orlando and finish nine and four, we will be in the top 25, and I that is a successful season by Rich Rod by anybody's standards. That being said, it's also year five. I mean, this is been five years and I don't know about you all I don't think we're going to win out I think we have a pretty good chance at going eight and four the schedule sets up nicely for us so you but, got the losses of Oklahoma yeah but the Kansas just beat even then well I mean Oklahoma oh. you could beat them they're not no, that great. I, no, no, yeah. no, no 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 I'm just saying yeah, I'm just I'm just saying they just took a loss to Kansas I wasn't saying I mean Kansas is different you can't just say Kansas anymore. I mean, it's not. I wasn't taking a shot at Kansas. I'm just saying Oklahoma just took a <laughs> loss to Kansas. I saw someone on Twitter say, "How great is it that Oklahoma beat them a million times, but Kansas will have the eternal scoreboard on them?" Yeah, took their fucking whole goalpost and threw it in the lake. I know they do that every week, though. I mean, how about the crowd, man? Did you see the crowd for that game? Disappointed. Very disappointed. You hear a lot of shit talk about Kansas taking football seriously. Apparently not. Kansas is a basketball school, gentlemen. Yeah, but so so is Kentucky. If you turn on Kentucky last night, their stadium sold out. Kentucky also is playing SEC schools that people want to see. Like Kansas, the Big 12's not. Oklahoma? Like must see. You football. can't sell out Oklahoma. Oklahoma, but it's not like it's Oklahoma of, of old. It's not like there's six. Uh, what are you talking about? Stoops coming in there busting ass. Like they just the Big Twelve's kind of down this year. Out of you know, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I'm not happy about the 7 p.m. kick for fucking BYU. If you want, if you want to get right into it, I agree. I'm kind of. I was hoping for like a 3:30, maybe even a nooner. I wanted a nooner because I'm going to Tool that night. You and oh. you and Dunny. Yeah, I'm going to miss Dunny. You. Yeah, dude. I mean this this seven p.m. this seven p.m. shit. Now I gotta find a place to stay because I can't make that drive back again. And it's gonna I be on my... Fox Sports One too. No one will watch it. Robert Griffin will do the game again. You, you might as well just put it on Plus and play it at noon. I think that would be ideal. No one wants yeah, to be man. up there for 
the seven thirty. It's probably going to be colder and shit too. Oh, it's supposed to be cold. I know my limits when it comes to that drive now, and I cannot do it. Especially after the last time we just did it. Yeah. That was that was rough. Yeah, I, I have to was... say, for all the shit we have talked about, Neil Brown, the um, play calling yesterday was excellent. It was, in, it maybe it had something to do with Central Florida being terrible, but on defense, but like that fourth and two down in the goal line or in the red zone, where we um, fake Green rolled him to his right and hit Horton. I mean, that was an excellent play call, dude. I mean. I'm wondering whether Neil called the game yesterday. That Neil did. Like, that didn't look anything like it. Neil Brown called the game. That looked like that looked like a Chad Scott called game. They finally cut the fucking leash, let Garrett Green have some slack, and look at what he did. Well, I was real skeptical because Brown said that he was he was going to let the kid play. He was going to let him off the hook. He was going to. And I thought, okay, well, we've heard this type of stuff before. And then he did. I mean, he kind of said, go. hey, kid, this is your game. Let's play. I, yeah. I think you, you roll with that. You take the good with the bad, and I think the good will outweigh the bad, and you roll with that. He's your guy. How awesome was it? Uh, did you see that uh, Green's grandma was in attendance yesterday, first game she's ever watched him play? Yes. Which was pretty neat. I didn't Live, see that. Like, it's great. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she wouldn't let his dad play football when he was growing up, but I think she's uh, and she's never seen Green play live. And she's a teacher in Miami. She took the day off Friday and came came up to uh, to watch. And he had a game ball to give her after the game. I saw, which was pretty cool. I mean, good for him. There. Yesterday checked a lot of boxes for me. Are you back on? No. I just mean it was nice. Everything we bitched about, it seems like it finally, he did the complete opposite of what you expected him to do. I, I don't really have, you. I don't think you can gripe about the offense the last three games. I really don't. What what have you scored? 39, uh, 34, and then 41. And 41. Okay, could have been could have been 48. If you score that many points, your offense has put you in position to win. The defense, however, I don't know what's going on on that side of the ball. Well, that's where I was going with my next point. The secondary worries me. And then, like my captain texted me, ever since Latham went out, it seems like we have quit really trying to pressure, like legit pressure like we did with Latham. I think Cutter can still do what Latham did. You've got to pressure the quarterback, regardless of what level of ball you play. You've got to you've got to pressure a quarterback, and there's going to be games, a la Baylor, you know Baylor, BYU. If we're not getting pressure on him, Oklahoma, we're going to be in trouble because our secondary is not good enough to be able to man up with these receivers, and we've seen it. Most aren't though. You need a pass rush. You're absolutely right. I don't know how we manufacture that. I think we were doing a bunch of exotic blitzes at the beginning of the year, and we've we've kind of, as the offenses have gotten better that we've played, we've kind of backed off that. I think even Brown said we played more of a base defense yesterday, but I, I don't know. I mean, 
Pass rush is the best pass defense. It's the old saying, the old adage, but it has not been there the last couple of games, and you got to have it. There's a reason why QB hurries is a stat. Yeah, yeah. Beans and on, uh, I think, was it Davis had a pick? Yeah, Davis. Yeah, Davis. Davis Beanie, had a pick. The and, ball, the he he got hit when he threw, and it altered yeah. the ball. So that was a direct result because of the pass. What were you going to say about Beanie, Diddy? Beans had a day. You guys can't shit on Beans Mm-mm. while you're sitting while you're sitting on the defense. Be sure to be sure to hype them up because Beans had himself a fucking day out there. There, I mean, Beans, Beans is having a year, right? I was going to say he's he's yeah, not the liability. I'm just saying. I'm that that saying, first pick, I mean, that was assholes and and just shit all over them. Also, recognize the guys who added themselves a day. I mean, to quote the guy on TV, what a fucking interception on the first one. Well, that's yeah. that's usually the kind of ball that doesn't go our way either. I was going to say we finally got some bounces. We finally the the football. Can gods, we talk about the play of the game? That hook and letter already no. did. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're up ten. We're up ten. Yeah, We're going into the end zone, but in the back of everyone's minds, everyone's thinking, how are we going to fuck this up? How are we going to blow it? We run a little slip screen to Preston Fox, which was, Ooh, a gra- tunnel. which was a great play earlier in the game. He got a bunch of yards out of it. It was set up beautifully. They hit the blocks. Preston Fox gets the ball. He fumbles. Yeah. And for a split second, everyone's like, oh. This is where it starts. This is the Hail Mary again. This is the muff punt again. And my man from Finland, Thomas Remack, hops on the fucking ball. Player of the game. Bud Light player of the game. <laughs> I, uh, Beer of the week. Whatever we used to do that. Beer of the week for Thomas Remack. <laughs> First game I back, too. Your, I bet I that big, big fucking fight. Huh? I drink Miller Light. A Miller Light. I bet I that. Want, yeah. I want to get sponsored by that couch fire. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Can you get more of those? Did he? Uh, I can. I can make a call. Make Let's a call. See. I bet that big fucking Viking can put him away. Oh, yeah. I bet he's in whatever they call the bars now downtown, just crushing draft beers. I mean, it's not the lazy lizard and. Uh, elements anymore no smell elements is gone it's ben like Willies is gone. prism or something then i think i think Man. you got joe mama's down downtown tell me they haven't tell me they haven't shut the brass alley down no brass alley is still open just open under a different name i was having flashbacks about the brass alley earlier in the week we had brass alley we had pulse we had i can't remember after all that but is there anything better than being in there late august just Completely hammered and, and real sweaty. Dude, I mean with two beers year, double fisting. Year, you, you live for Thursday night. It was dollar deuce night at the yes. grass out. Yep. Yes. I mean then you then you then you hit penny pitchers on, on Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean penny pitcher nights probably oh probably ruined my insides for later on in life drinking that fucking skunk keystone or whatever that shit was that you bring your own glass and yeah pay fucking five dollars to get in and it was basically free beer all night but the brass alley was where it was at dude 
dollar deuce night on Thursdays. What an amazing way to start your weekend. Well, and then that should uh, also that should also led to me uh, led to me having a stout one point six GPA <laughs> after my first semester <laughs> as a freshman. Didn't didn't really uh, didn't really juggle the educational work and uh, drinking as well as I should have, but I, I figured it out the next semester. Thank okay. God. I got and you were probably on pro- academic probation, weren't you? I was definitely on academic probation. Come, thank you. Almost I, a I, short I, stint. I had, I, had a, I had a couple of court cases in uh, dorm court too up there at the place behind uh, Borman. I had two cases back Arnold? back one day. So yeah, I had uh, there were there there was some uh, there was some growing pains my freshman year of yeah. learning to adjust to life. I mean, I was lucky I, I wasn't on academic probation, but by midterm, <laughs> I had, I think, three Fs. Ooh. Three Fs, A, but I did have an A. Did you guys not go to class? In that, in that university one-on-one. I went to class, but they put me in, I was in Chem 115, Bio 115. I had this bright idea that I was going into forensics. Ooh. And I can tell you that forensics and uh, high street do not gel. So forensics is a little bit tougher than just... Cleaning up jizz. <laughs> I so, went to. So I uh, went over to just gather yeah. jizz. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Was, wait. What? <laughs> He's talking about crime scene. Like, yeah. That forensics is a little bit more complicated than just gathering up jizz at crime scenes. There's a little bit more to it than that. <laughs> Direct. Wait. Wait. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, wait. Go ahead. I went. I went to class. I just I had to drop a few because they weren't uh, they weren't for me, and I struggled um, in in making it. I had a political science class with Declarico and Hammock. If you went to WVU, you know Declarico that was, was a fucking scam. I definitely failed that, and I had to drop an accounting class because I'm not good at accounting, and uh, I failed a geology class that was at 8 a.m. on fucking uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you know the weekend started on Wednesday after you play flag football. What else did you do but go to Chasers and Dreams for uh, Slim Shady open mic rap battle night? Yes, <laughs> yes. Watch people do that shit. And sometimes you had a little trouble making it to geology. I knew I hit bottom when I almost got ke- got caught cheating in geology. Ooh, off of someone I knew knew nothing more than me. I'll see like, your. I'm, sit, I'm sitting behind them trying to see this scantron and see what they're circling, and the teacher like makes eye contact. And I thought I was about to get the test yanked, but uh, I didn't pass the geology class, but I dominated the geology lab that went along with the class. So you figure that one out. I'll see but, your 8 a.m. geology class, <laughs> and I'll match it with a five day a week. Uh, math one twenty six class that somehow I tested into. Now I'm not a math genius, or I, I hate math. But on top of that, I had the department head as my math professor. So we started class at eight a.m. Monday through Friday, and that was rough. Yeah, you pass on that. Yeah, I, I squeaked out a C after failing. At midterm, but 
I, uh, I I figured a way to get through some of those classes. I don't know that I want to reveal that on here, as it could be incriminating. But uh, the uh, statute of limitations has run out. It should. They uh, got the way they can cheat now. Well, I, I I I may or may not have made accommodations to take some online classes and have some help <laughs> be, be present <laughs> during the online portions of the class. Oh, they do that now. So, they just they just get caught doing it now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think is. everyone wants to hear about your illustrious academic career, man. I don't know. We might be able to drop some fuck little you, secrets. It was it was very illustrious once I got into my major, bitch. So fuck you, crumb. <laughs> All right, you want to take a break? Any any closing thoughts on Central Florida? It looks like you finally cut the leash. And he's got some trust in our quarterback now. And the more he trusts that kid, the the, the further I think he goes because he's he's an absolute gamer. And uh, Jaheim White needs to to play a lot more. Uh, it seems like now we're kind of forcing the ball to Cole Taylor. I don't love that, but Carter and Horton uh, and Taylor all had great days yesterday. Um, the, the ground game was just fucking phenomenal, though. Anytime you got three guys averaging over five a pop, you're doing something right. Um, and it was great to see us finally put somebody away. I agree Fun. with you. I mean, there's a, there was a lot of bright, yeah. bright side yesterday. The, the passing game did just enough. They had to respect it, and that that's – that's what you want. He was like 16 for 23 for like 140 yards. I mean. God, he had Horton on the first play, though. Man, that was so close. We're going to hit one of those. He did. He did have him wide open indeed. I like Horton. I think Horton's a player. We got to keep getting him the ball. How long? Is this his only year left? No, I think no, he's, he's just, got one more, I think. Or does yeah, he have I like a sophomore, he's, actually. I, I agree, Crum. He's a player. Country Roads Trust. Get him some money. Keep him. All right, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back, talk BYU. Text line was open, and a little football or basketball news. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! This is Chris Walters with Integrity Insurance Group. If you think you're paying too much for auto insurance, you probably are. Give us a call at 304-346-9181 and have one of my agents work with you on your home, auto, business, or pet insurance. We look forward to working with you. Let's go, Mountaineers. Welcome back to Section 3 or 4 podcast. And uh, the basketball team hosted hosted George Mason, Madison, Mason, George Mason, for the, uh, oddly, just for the Children's Hospital. First time in a long time that it wasn't for the Norma May Huggins uh, foundation, hmm. but I mean, I, people were reading into that. I said it's just you know, it's just the change, change of the time, change of the ways, change of change of how things are. Yeah, little interesting with uh, Huggy not there. Well, not on the sidelines anymore. He was there. He was there, and people were saying, "Man, he looks good. He looked rough." What he's he's dropped probably looks 
Looks healthier, man. Drop some LBs. Good for he, him. Yeah, I mean, I did like seeing his support for Eilert. I mean, I think that kind of speaks a little bit. Is it support, though? I think he's kind of <laughs> hanging around. He did file a lawsuit. Huh? Supposedly did file a lawsuit. He did? Supposedly. Huggins? Yes. For what? I, I don't know if it's wrongful termination, if it's defamation <laughs> of character, if it's... Uh, uh, How could it be uh, defamation uh, of character? <laughs> yeah, where's I don't know, the man. I, I'm a. I think everyone knows that I'm a hugs loyalist, but I nah. Do Do you want him hanging around the whole year? No. And I mean, obviously, he has a right to be there, but I don't know. Well, buy a ticket. I'm sure he has no problem scooping up some tickets. Where's it? Where did you see he filed a lawsuit? I've not seen that. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that either. I don't know why he would, but yeah, what can you wrongful termination? You blew point two one. So, suppose any other job in the world, on, you lose that job. There, I don't know if it's filed yet, but there's discussion of, of a lawsuit. No. I think that's out the window now. I think that's all deaded. I don't think that's happening. Um, I think that was one of those things that he was he was going to file and say he never resigned, but I think that was deaded by someone intelligent getting in his ear and saying, uh, if you like being around here and you want to be a part of this university at some point when this all blows over or it's forgotten about, you should probably... Uh, cancel that because no, man, that's right not there with you yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna help him with anything so you you can't file that lawsuit but <coughs> a little scary uh did you all watch the game who watched did you watch the game i watched I, some i was working but i i had it up i put it up on my phone actually i i unfortunately didn't get to watch it i got to listen to some of it um i had to do high school football friday I did pull it up, you know, as I was checking stuff right around the time that Acock Acock or Acook Acook or however you pronounce his name went down. That was uh, that was scary. They actually, I mean, they had to use AED on him, and I they saw said him grabbing a, his chest. Yeah, they said it was a cardiac issue. Well, now they haven't come out and said if he's going to be fine to play the rest of the season. If his career's done, it, they just said that he is okay. And uh, so, our T's and P's go out to him. I mean, it's uh, that was that was, I'd say, scare uh, equally, if not scarier, than when Hugs' uh, pacemaker shocked him. For those of you that aren't twelve and speak in uh, little girl language, T's and P's is thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure why we couldn't get a, a thoughts and prayers there complete. Kiss my ass. But, uh, you know, if that's how you'd like to talk in emojis and whatnot, um, you know, I'll give you my nephew's number. He, he speaks a lot in the same way with these shortened, uh, shortened thoughts and, and sentences. But for those of you who aren't sure, T's and P's means thoughts and prayers. So thanks for clearing that, that young up. Man, I don't, I don't I think anybody, anybody would have gotten that without your help. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I was I was a bit blown away when I heard 
teasing piece said on this end of uh, on this end of the phone. Um, but uh, I I just wanted to. Are, I we, just are wanted we beating around the bush know. here? Because I don't think anyone wants to talk about the actual game. I watched it. Not very impressed. Look, offensively we looked better. <laughs> Defensively is still what it was. It's. I heard Edwards looked good. Edwards did look good. He got in foul trouble early, but in the second half he he played very well. I'll say this: if I'm Josh Eilert, I look at Chris after that scrimmage. Even though I, I know he got hurt, they said he's fine. Uh, I just look at him and say, "Look, you're getting five to seven minute break all game. I need you on the floor." Because when he came out... Well, he is not going to stay on the floor because he cannot stay in front of anybody on defense. I see him being in foul trouble a lot. But can anyone? No, I mean, no one looked good on defense. Well, you're also dealing with a team that hasn't been together much. Their their trip overseas to play uh, kind of bond was, was canceled. Um, this, is, this has been kind of chaotic. And the guy who was... From the sounds of it, the guy who was going to be leaned on to, to be the uh, the scoring on offense has been uh, denied a waiver, which now we've gotten the uh, attorney general's office and the governor involved in that. Yeah, I suspect maybe wrote a letter. I suspect that may get overturned to go in his favor, but when will that happen? Because I don't think the NCA rushes to do anything, and it's also how far away is he from graduating? That's another big thing. Like, me and Loti were talking about it yesterday, and he was like, I just don't get it. And I said, well, he's transferred. This will be his third time transferring now. I said, and I don't think he's close to graduating. So, I don't think he's close to graduating. Someone said he needed, like, a year in summer school to graduate. Um, and so, then there's also talk where he is from where he's Native American – Oh, and, I didn't know that. And was uh, on that in, lives on that Indian reservation. Something about their rules. There's talk that they may even write a letter to the NCAA, threatening to file some type of lawsuit. And I didn't know he was he was Native American. I didn't very, either very interesting. Un- until I googled his name and Where's saw that. Where's he from? Yes. Hold on. I know he played at Montana you, State. You all keep talking. I'll look it up. Well, yeah. the fact that. We can't the rebound. NCAA denied it. Like like I told Lo, I was like, at some point, you you also have to uh, start start putting the student in there as well. Like you know, it's I'd say it's pretty obvious he's he's been to three different schools and he's nowhere near graduating. He's doing more of the athlete thing than the student thing, and the NCAA does put some emphasis on that. You know, people have asked, well. Perez got cleared right away at Arizona State, but they wouldn't let him play here. Well, Perez graduated. is graduated now. Yeah, Perez graduated, Mitchell graduated, Toussaint graduated. So they're graduate transfers. They've graduated. Yeah, they get their to play student, their year. student life is their student life is over, essentially. So now their emphasis is on athlete. But what they're doing with some of these guys that transfer around so much is they're making sure you're a student too. And and obviously, if you're in your third school and you know we're near graduating um that's maybe you need to take some time and 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 look into being a student but no just have the governor and attorney general get involved and, well and from what to, i read try to break the rules it's fine when i talked to uh the attorney general the other day i had to go interviewing for work about it um what did he say it sounds like the, the emphasis they're going to put on it is this is uh them denying him is denying his ability to make a living. Very, 
Ooh, very interesting. Mm. So he's from Tulip, Washington. Okay. And he's a member of the Tulip Reservation. Interesting. He is the first Tulip tribe member to earn a D1 basketball scholarship. And Where did he start? I know he, we got Washington. Him from Washington? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully they get him cleared because we, we need the help. I, I, I like Creesa offensively, I think defensively, and that was the big criticism I heard from him when he left Arizona was he was not a good I received I received a text message um, at about halftime. Rebounding and is it, an issue. I will say and that. And it said, and this, was, this is from a basketball homer, it said, this is the worst basketball team we've ever had. I wouldn't go that far. Time. I would not go that far. But it It was like this team or it was this team this team is gonna be really, really bad this year. Or some shit like that. You know what, what my said. reaction to that game is? Um it was a scrimmage. Scrimmage, exhibition, whatever you want to call it. Support the team, no matter what this year. No clue how this plays out, but I, I'm more inclined to agree with what your buddy texted you. And um not the worst team ever, though. That's a little ridiculous. But you know the good thing going into this basketball but season? Support them. There's no reason not to support this team. These kids stayed. No one asked for this. Just support them. I've got, I've got zero expectations. Yeah, just beat Pitt. That's season. my only thing. Just beat Pitt, please. That's all I care about. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I just got it, – it's kind of – it's a little bit freeing going into this basketball season because – I've got zero expectations. We could not win a game or we could win a national championship. It is what it is. Well, we're not going to win the national no, championship. No, but I'm just saying you normally hear going into we're this, we're this, we're this, and, and you're not hearing anything. Yeah, so we're not, not getting – You're not getting any type of false narrative or any type of hopes going into it. It's just this – it's going to be basketball season, and whatever product comes out of it, the product comes out of it, and that's that. Yeah. Just support them. So probably not going to win a lot of games this year. But that being said, it seems like after uh, last week's text line, Neil Brown must have listened to it with the play calling and uh, the way he kind of, kind of tried to go from his cuck ways. Uh, yeah, he texted me. He said, "All three of you fucks meet me out in the parking lot." Which corner? <laughs> <laughs> but what flag? The, meet me in the silver lot. I'm going to kick the shit out of all three of you all. By his car, or does he want me to drive mine in there? <laughs> I'll I'll gladly I'd take that meeting all day long, and I'd love to take that meeting. I bet you Neil's got hands. I bet you no. Doesn't. I bet you he no. does not. Backwoods Kentuckian. No, he'd ha- he'd call Matt Moore. He was he was probably giving just fucking monster wedgies all through school. No way, dude. Neil was like the athlete of his school. What are you talking about? Of all 112 people that went to it. Yeah, okay. And well, if you find you Neil, find how I think Neil would kick your ass. I'm I'm going to say that. Yeah. Neil would kick you your find, fucking ass. Well, that saddens me to hear that you think so little of me, Crum. And I hope you get stomped out of your pump, concert pump on you. Saturday. <laughs> I hope I hope you bump into Dunny on the floor and he mosh pits you. Is, is Dunny on the floor? I'm pretty sure he's on the floor, and I'm I hope sure he mosh pits you. I I have I have retired from that, and I'll, I'll be on the side 
sitting down on the padded seats. So well, I hope I hope Dunny sees you in the fucking beer line and just wastes you with an elbow and starts <laughs> a mosh at the beer line. Fuck face. No, I, I will say, unfortunately, for our listeners and me and Durrett, there is no talk of condoms. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, you're wrong. Oh. Uh, first, first text. Oh, for Halloween, I'm, <laughs> for Halloween, I'm gonna dress up like Neil Brown. I got the starter kit: visor, polo shirt, box of rib condoms for his wife. <laughs> later on that night, God damn you two! Oh, <laughs> Neil goes into Neil goes into the strip club with his raincoat already on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Plumley should be sucking dick at the Cap Alpha House at Old Miss. Unfortunately, instead of doing that, he's just gashing our D. I know our dap- depth at Backer and DB suck, but they should have <laughs> leave Jordan Leslie in Orlando, preferably by the uh, Citrus Bowl. Well, they gift wrap that one for us. I'll take it. John Rice. Not too late to rush Kappa Alpha at Old Miss. Great all. Appar- Go ahead. Appar- apparently, this person understands the location of the uh, Camping World slash Citrus Bowl Stadium. If they want to leave Jordan Leslie there, that is not in a great neighborhood. No. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you for doing your homework on that. In fact, because- I, I think Mar- Marshall played down there in like '05, and someone got murdered at a tailgate. Oh. Yeah, it's it's very very or very around the tailgate. sketchy waters there, dude. All right, it's uh it's not a great neighborhood. So kudos to you and hats off for doing your homework on that because that's that's something I I wouldn't think that our our people would be deep into the geography of knowing the uh, location of stadiums. But hats off to whoever sent that in. Great all around effort. Finally capitalizing on turnovers. Garrett Green is a star, getting better every week. Donaldson looked alive today. Only negative was Devin Carter, third down drops. Probably could have hung 50 easily, but a win is a win. Most importantly, Neil kept his seven f- size 7 foot on the gas pedal for 60 minutes. Bring on the Mormons. Let's go. <laughs> you guys watch any uh, McPhee? Yeah. See him talk, no. talk about soaking. <laughs> yes. You know you know Talk what soaking is, Diddy? No. Google soaking in BYU after this. <laughs> okay. Pretty funny. Cons- <laughs> it, it don't Google it yet, Diddy. It's just inserting and not doing anything. You just kinda let it sit in there and that's their way of loopholing around virginity. <laughs> the insertion is the that ends yes not according to the book of mormon <laughs> joseph smith had different plans well once you 
right, that's something for another day. If you don't like talking about Neil wearing a bag, dude, you're definitely not gonna like where I'm gonna take this. So move along. All right. I mean, I, that that that's that's astounding to me. That's that's ridiculous and absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But yeah, move this along, Crump. You okay. you you yeah. Can someone tell these guys to use hairspray on their gloves or some shit? So many drops. Drop passes are par for the course, though. It's a win, and I'll take it, but there's been zero improvement on defense, maybe even regression. <laughs> maybe? <laughs> Duh, there's yeah. been regression. There's yeah. not maybe regression, but there's also been injuries. Yeah, um, a lot of injuries. All yeah, right. We're just not deep. Luckily, <laughs> UCF wanted to hand us the game with 16 turnovers. Wasn't watching, but listening on my way home to the Morgantown metro area. Garrett Green deserves a medal for sticking it out through the Clown Town era. Keep winning and prove me wrong, fuckos. Mark in Columbus. The uh, one of the drops that Carter had was a ball thrown behind him. Yeah, Green was rolling, I believe, to his left and threw across the ball. I thought he, I thought he had somebody streaking on the seam route, but uh, he threw it. It was a tad late, and he when he threw it, it was behind Carter. So that drop, I don't hold against him. Um, but it, you know, man, it, end of the day, you went on the road, you planted a team, you finally put somebody away. We got some bounces our way. Uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty happy overall with the with the victory and the way we looked. I still want him gone. Fuck Neil Brown. That was a text, not Crumb's view. Oh well, I mean, it works. It works both ways. I think. I think his. Is this the same guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there, Crumb's there's, a guy, there's just, one guy that was going. Okay, that was his first text. Uh, fuck me. Six is a Mountaineer. Win or lose, we should have to catch the ball, or we have to catch the ball. Should have hanged Madden on him. Trash. Feels good to win. However, I've already cut my harness. Need a nap. I guess a win is a win. A lot of emotion there. Yeah. Ride the wave, man. Ride the wave. You got to. Yeah. I'm not mad we won, but I'm still not. I don't know. I don't think he's the guy. I think I've made that clear. So we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Is that all of them? Yep. So, 7 o'clock kick. Another night game in Morgantown. BYU, the soaking Mormons, come into Mountaineer Field. What are your predictions? 7 o'clock night game. Diamond's his birthday. Ooh, that's a long time for him to be drinking. My prediction is pain for BYU. We rolling them? I think we're going to roll them out. We're going to roll them out. Yep. I got to. I got to try to find accommodations. Call I Barry. Can't He'll, you can cut with Barry. I can't do the drive back again, man. As much as I love waking up in my own bed, I can't. Uh, I can't pull that shit again. I'm getting too old for that. It's just not going to happen for me. Now you're podcasting from your bed. How about that? Well, that was yeah, on purpose, I mean, that was by accident. Yeah, the clock just the clock went off and I I hit snooze. I you're thought, already, but you're I hit, already on daylight savings time. 
yeah, I hit snooze and I hit, and I actually, I actually turned it off instead of snoozing it. So that is my bad, but I've still, I've made my way, I've made my way there via speaker. <laughs> so it works out. But so you got uh, us yeah, winning? I think we beat BYU. What's the score? Uh, 35 Ooh. 24. Hmm. I think they're a physical, like, want to run kind of team. I've not watched them, though. I have. I, I was watching them. I mean, they're pretty stout up front on defense, it looks like. I, I, I think this is a team that you want to spread out and maybe throw the ball a little bit. And hopefully, we try to do that. And I don't see why you wouldn't, given the last. How things have gone the last three re- three weeks offensively. So I would think, I would think we're going to open it up, and I think we'll win thirty-one to twenty. Has, is the line out yet? I'll be curious to see the line. Uh, no, probably not no. for another hour. Thank God we didn't lose to UCF though, and have be Houston's first Big Twelve win and UCF's first Big Twelve win. So let's see. Nighttime Morgantown. There won't be anybody there, bro. That's what worries me. Yeah. You're not gonna have your I mean it's not like atmosphere. it's a, but I will say this offense has put up points. This offense has looked better and better every week. I will take WVU forty one twenty one. I'd say he he gets he breaks forty again. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, but we've I mean we've been in the thirties, now the forties. I think we can do it again. I hope you're right. So, Diddy, you got anything else? Or are we gonna play this music and get out of here? You can play it and get out of here, brother. All right, y'all have a good Sunday. Yes, sir.